Hello, and welcome to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm your host, Madison Zerdyke. I'm a mindset and energy coach here to help you feel your freaking best and manifest a life full of magic, miracles, and abundance. I know that whatever led you here did not happen by coincidence. So I am so excited and grateful to have you here. So let's let the magic begin. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so grateful to have you here. If you listen all the time or often, thank you so much for being here. It means so, so, so much to me. So let's just go ahead and get into the episode. So today I'm going to be talking about how do I know if it's my intuition or just my mind? This is a question I get a lot and it's like, oh, I think I had a pink come through, but like, was that my intuition or was that my mind? Like, I don't know. And then the mind likes to like, you know, make a big deal of it and spin and is it, or is it not? And da, 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 right. A lot of times, all of that like spinning is just the mind, right? So I'm going to be sharing my experience and of, you know, working with myself and so many others to help them really connect with and hear their intuition, the kind of like common threats among everyone that I've experienced, everyone's like intuition and inner voice that I've experienced so that you can start to think about what that looks like for yourself, but for everyone, it's, you know, it, it is different for everyone and how I hear my inner voice or, or my intuition. I kind of use those interchangeably it might be different from how someone else hears it. I had a client the other day, she, in her inner voice session received exclusively pretty much images. Now, some people get words, some people get images, some people get a feeling, some people get just like this I don't know how I know it, but I just know it. This like, this like awareness has just like come over me, washed over me. Right. That's how it feels for me is like this knowing that just washes like over me that I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, it just feels like it poof. This awareness just like came, it came into me and it, it's almost like it, it definitely doesn't feel like it's coming from inside my head or my brain. It just feels like it's kind of coming from everywhere and nowhere at the same time but I have a lot of clients who hear their intuition in their gut or in their heart. So again, it's, it's different for everyone. And you might get, I mean, I've definitely in many inner voice sessions that I've been in, I've gotten images, I've gotten words, I've gotten knowing, right? So there's so many different ways it can come through and it can look different for everyone. It's really just about like building your own relationship with your own intuition and inner voice and just starting to like play with that and interact with it and build a relationship with it. And our minds, it's our minds that want us to think there's so much at stake between deciding, like, is it the mind or is it the intuition? The intuition would never (laughs) worry about that. Your inner voice is like, yeah, we're good no matter what. Right. So it's, it's that mind that's in that duality, that polarity, that if I do this, it's going to be this. If I do that, it's going to be that. It's going to be good versus bad. It's like, you're inner voice sees everything as an experience for your life. So anyways, let's get into it. So the mind is typically more frantic and urgent. So I actually used to, this used to come up a lot for me in the beginning of my business where I would 
you know, start telling myself the story that it's not working. And then I would come up with this like frantic, urgent, like, oh my gosh, I need to like change my offer. And I would like go on the website immediately, like frantically and urgently and like change it. That was very clearly not my intuition speaking. That was my mind. That was fear. That was a reaction. So usually when there's that sense of like, Franticness, urgency, like gotta do this now, or something's gonna crumble, or like if I don't do this, something's gonna bad's gonna happen. That's usually coming from the mind. Your inner voice, your intuition is has this grounded, clear, calm, loving presence and frequency. It is not living in the dual good versus bad. It has compassion and understanding and, and love for everything. Like even when I was going through the inner voice facilitator training, she would, you know, just would ask people's inner voices, like, you know, like, do you, do you love them? And the inner voice would say, yes, I love them so much. Do you love Hitler? Right. Do you love do you love Hitler as much, or do you love her as much as Hitler? Do you love her as much as Oprah and the inner voice, the true frequency of that inner voice has that compassion and love for all beings. And is not like judging good or bad or right or wrong. Like the mind does. It's really just holding that compassion and love like frequency. So the intuition, anyways, that was like a side random side note. The mind can come through frantic and urgent. Intuition comes through grounded, clear, calm. It's like loving presence. There's no, this is actually the second thing is there's no emotional weight attached to it. It doesn't feel heavy. It doesn't feel frantic. It doesn't feel urgent. It doesn't feel like an emotional reaction. It doesn't feel like if you if you do or you don't, you're damned, right? Like oftentimes the mind likes to come up basically say you're damned. If you make this decision and you're damned, if you make that decision and you're fucked, no matter what, <laughs> at least my mind likes, likes to do that. And that can be a sign that it's the mind, right? That heaviness, that weight, that the frantic, that urgent, that, that pressure, that right or there's a right or wrong. Whereas the inner voice intuition, there isn't that emotional weight attached to it. It's like, Oh, it just, it just is right. Like, so the other day I was actually not the other day, this was a couple months ago. I was in the shower and just in this, like kind of like receptive open listening state. And I heard take three days off Instagram, just like out of nowhere. And it would felt so clearly like my inner voice. So I just knew it was. And there was no emotional weight attached to it. Right. So when I say emotional weight, there was, if it was my mind saying, take three days off Instagram, that some signs that it could have been the mind might be, Oh, well, something happened on Instagram that I want to avoid or run away from. Like maybe someone left a mean comment and now my mind is telling me to take three days off Instagram to run away from that and avoid that. Right. So it could be that, um, it could be, like the take three days off Instagram feels like frantic and urgent, or it could feel like a should or like pressure. Whereas when it was coming from my inner voice, there was no like emotional way to touch. It was just like, take three days off Instagram. No, no big deal. That's it just is what it is. Do it <laughs> or don't. And everything's fine <laughs> either way. That's kind of how it like felt, uh, feels for me. The mind can feel like force and push because what happens when we, our minds is not in alignment with our inner voice. That's when we feel resistance. That's when we feel that force. That's when we feel that push. But when our mind and our intuition are in alignment, there's nothing to force against. There's nothing to fight against because these, you know, two, you could say parts of ourselves are 
like coming together in the same direction rather than trying to the mind trying to go in opposition to the inner voice as a method of protection so the mind can feel like forcing and pushing intuition feels more like a gentle pull a subtle nudge so when one time Trevor and I were walking on the beach and we just started walking. We had been walking over like an hour. We had been walking a long time and we kind of realized like, oh shoot, we didn't like pick a landmark. Cause usually we say, okay, when we get back to like that yellow house, then we know that's where we parked and that's where we need to turn off the beach. Well, we didn't do that this time. We had no idea where we were. And so we, were, we kind of were just like, oh, whatever. And as we're walking back, we had been walking for a really long time. So it was like, I had no idea where we were. Anyways, I all of a sudden heard turn left. I look up, I turn my head to the left and there literally is where we started. We had been walking like at least four miles. And like the very moment we were in the spot where we needed to turn, I heard turn left. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like forcing and pushing, like you need to look around and you need to find like where the turd is, right? It was just this, like this gentle pull, this subtle nudge where like, I was literally like feeling in my body, like something in my body wants to like move left. I don't know why. And then, oh, when I look over there, of course, the mind feels like it's coming from, it feels like it's coming from inside the head, inside the brain, right? Somewhere above the neck. So if it feels like it's inside your head, it's probably your mind. It's funny because we have this, this is about to get very esoteric, but bear with me. This like recently, I like recently had this like awareness. So we have this perception, at least I did that my mind was inside of my head or inside of my brain. Cause that's where it felt like my thoughts were coming from. Right. And when I think about like, I, the, I, the Madison, the Madison, the character in this reality, I think about the eye being like inside my head, like coming from my head. And it's like, that's not where the eye is. How do I know that's where the mind is? How do I know that's where these thoughts are? It feels like they're there, but like, I don't actually know they're, that's really where they are. I hope I'm making sense. So anyways, it's, that's just where we perceive that the mind is coming from. And I do think it has like something to do with the brain, right? The brain is a channel to transmit those like like thoughts and and into mind energy, but that's, yeah, that's a whole other topic of like science and quantum physics and all of that. But the mind feels like it's coming from the head or the brain. And it can feel like, like mental chatter, if it's spinning in circles, it's just that like very heady energy. Like, you know, it, if you know, (laughs) and then intuition oftentimes feels like it's it does not feel like it's inside of the head. If it, if, if you think like I should create a new offer in my business, or I should switch jobs, like whatever you feel like the guidance may be, you can think about like, okay, does that feel like that's coming from like my head or like, where do, where am I like hearing that? Where am I, where do I feel like I'm receiving that? And if it's in the head, then it's a good sign. It's the mind. If it's in the body, if it's below the neck, it's a good sign that it's your intuition. So Like I was saying before, a lot of people hear it from their heart, from their gut, but it really doesn't, it could be anywhere. Like you could hear in any part of your body. And it's, it's just like a different, like receptive channel, right? Like your brain is a receptive channel for thoughts, right? And your body is a receptive channel for 
your intuition. So that's a really, really, really great, um, easy, like way to like check in with the body. Like, does it feel like it's coming from my head or does it feel like it's coming from below the neck? And okay. So here's the thing. So those are the main core ways to distinguish, like, is this really coming from my intuition or is this my mind? Like, is this self-sabotage or is this my intuition? So those are really the core ways to distinguish. And then I also want to talk about like, what if you feel really afraid about something, but you also feel like you're really intuitively guided to it. So can, does fear always mean that it's not your intuition? No, fear is your mind. Your intuition does not have fear, but that doesn't mean the thing your mind is afraid about isn't guidance from your intuition. So the key is to notice, like, how did the guidance feel when it came through? Did it feel fearful then? Or did it come through clear and calm? And then the mind got all wrapped into a story and fear about it. So that's a really, really, really important thing to remember that, you know, it's like, just because you feel afraid of putting yourself out there for a new opportunity, doesn't mean that your intuition didn't guide you to it, right? That just means that your mind has fear about this thing. But think, go, go back. And it's like, what, let, how did it feel when you received that guidance to put yourself out there for that opportunity that now feels scary, but when it came through, when you felt the guidance, did it come through scary? Did it come through frantic or did it come through calm? Did it come through clear? Right. And then, you know, that if it did come through like clear and calm then you know, okay, this is my intuition. If you, you have free will with the mind to choose, if you're going to act in alignment with that. And if you want to act in alignment with that, then you also get to one practice moving with the fear and knowing that that's just your mind and it doesn't have to dictate and control your life anymore. And two, that you also can do some releasing on the fear. Like when the fear comes up, when the resistance comes up, you can release that and, you could say like pop those bubbles or like little like bubbles that kind of get like, of like trapped energy in our body. And it's like that fear comes up, you go into awareness, you breathe into it. It's like, you can pop the bubble. And then that action will no longer have that same bubble or weight or fear attached to it so heavily because you've actually gone into it as the awareness that you are and released it. So if that is not making any sense, it will, if, and when you do an inner voice session. So I would highly, highly recommend booking one of those you can go to madisonarnholt.com and then go to work with me and go to the inner voice sessions. Um, it's literally the best thing ever. It's so, so, so powerful to really clear out the unprocessed um, emotions and energy that may be blocking you from hearing your intuition on certain uh, subjects or certain things. And then to really just like open the channel to that guidance to have someone facilitate you through the experience is just so powerful because it really helps the minds like go, go to, um, rest and just hang out and allow actually really, really get into this allowing, um, a state of awareness where your inner voice can really, really come through. So if that calls to you, I'd love to see you in a session soon. And I also have private coaching spaces open right now. So those, that package also includes, um, inner voice sessions as a regular part of that. So that's, inner voice session. If you want to just do like one or a package of three inner voice sessions, and you want to just start there. If you want to go um, deeper for a lot, you know, like the deepest level of support that I offer, then I would do the one-on-one coaching, which includes the mindset coaching and voice boxer, all the good things. So you can book a free alignment call with me. 
there's a link in the show notes if you feel called to that. But anyways, okay, back to what I was saying. So fear doesn't necessarily always mean that you shouldn't do something. It just means that your mind has fear about the thing. And then it's, where did that thing come from? Where did the guidance come from? How did it feel when it came through? So what else did I want to share? Okay. So when you're unsure, here's, here's a couple things you can do when you're, when you're unsure, if you, you're like, Oh, I think my intuition is calling me to this, but like, I'm not sure. Like, is it my mind or is it my inner voice? Like I'm hearing like quit your job. Like, but is that crazy? Like, is that actually my intuition? Like, how do I know? Or is that my mind I'm kind of freaking out? Right. So here's what you can do <laughs> when you're not sure. And that was just one example. So if you're struggling to get a clear answer or clear guidance, or you feel a lot of resistance, this means that there's unprocessed emotions that need releasing. So this is what I was talking about in the inner voice sessions where we're releasing those unprocessed emotions. It's like, you know, if you have a bruise on your arm and someone like hits that bruise, you're going to be like, ah, like a little bit more reactive. Well, when you allow the bruise to heal and someone brushes up against that same part of your arm, you're no longer going to have that same type of reaction. It's no longer going to have that same type of um, emotional weight or trigger, which frees you up to not only feel so much better to, but to actually operate from your truth and your intuition and this inner guidance within you that knows your ultimate path to your ultimate freedom. So everyone has these, you're not bad or wrong. If you have like reactions or, or triggers, that just means there's unprocessed emotions underneath the surface. So in the areas where you don't have just to kind of like make this clear for you in the areas where you don't have unprocessed emotions, your mind and your intuition will be aligned and there won't be resistance. And you'll easily and naturally just live from your intuition because your mind is not in opposition to it. So for me, one area that I like so embodied and living from my intuition, from my inner voice is with food. I don't even have to ask my intuition anymore. Should I eat this? Should I eat that? Is, is this healthy for me? Is this not like how many times a week should I work out? Like none of that ever crosses my mind because I am, my mind and my inner voice are so in alignment on the subject of eating and movement. And it's, there's not resistance. There's not stories from the mind. There's not the emotional weights attached to it. And trust me, I used to have the emotional weights attached to the subject because I had unprocessed sexual trauma that led to eating disorders and, you know, so much heaviness around eating. And I was, was, uh, completely just stressed and worried and thinking and like, uh, anxious about food, like literally 24 seven. So it's not that it wasn't ever there. Some people have subjects in their life where their resistance never was there. And they always lived from their inner voice and they will continue to do so. But sometimes we have these traumas, these experiences that give us these emotional weights that if unprocessed, they, they start to feel like resistance, like heaviness. And so with food and stuff, since I've healed that and have been healed from that for so many years. And I'm just like, I just, I just do it. I don't know. I can't really put it into words. It's not mental for me. It, it all happens like in my, in my like body. I just like do what I do. And I believe it's, I have no like worries or beliefs about if I'm doing it right, if I'm going to be okay, like whatever. I just know that it's 
it's all good. No fear, no worry, no question, no doubt. And so it's very easy for me, right? Because I don't have those unprocessed emotions anymore, really blocking me from hearing that inner truth and aligning with that inner truth. But there's other areas where it's harder for me to get a more clear answer with, um, you know, like money. I've released so much around money, but it's not like with intuitive eating. Like it's not, I'm not as um, in just full alignment, trust, ease, flow with money as I am with intuitive eating. And like, that's okay. I'm still in uh, the process of uh, releasing some of those um, emotional like weights and allowing those to let go. And the more I do, the more I'm able to live in alignment with my inner voice on that subject. The point of all of this is to say that when you don't have unprocessed emotions, when you don't have these emotional weights, it's very easy to hear your intuition. You just live from your intuition. You just do it. You don't question it. You don't think about it. And you probably can think of an area of your life um, right now that might be like that. For me, it's it's relationships. It's intuitive eating. There's a lot of different areas of my life where I have that total just alignment with my inner voice. Now, if you are struggling to get clear guidance or there's resistance, then there's unprocessed emotions that need releasing. And like, that's not a bad thing. We all have them. And it's just about now becoming aware of it. And when they come up, instead of reacting to them as you normally would, or just spiraling into the story, it's about going into the body and actually releasing, processing those. So it's, it's kind of hard to explain on the podcast. Um, it's like you reading, it's like reading a book about how to, how to like fly a plane, but like, you are probably going to like struggle to fly a plane until you've like actually like flown a plane. You know what I mean? (laughs) So this is what we do. And this is part of what we do in the inner voice sessions is releasing those emotions that are coming up to the surface that are ready to be released. And on the other side of that is so much more inner freedom and so much more connection to our inner guidance, so much more ease, so much more joy, so much more fulfillment. It is just incredible what unfolds as we release and release and release and allow, 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 and listen, listen, listen to our inner voice. That is in summary. basically what my work is all about. Release, 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 allow, 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 listen, listen, listen to your inner voice. So if you want to know what I can help you with, that is a great summary. Okay. So what you can, I have three more things I want to say about what you can do if you aren't sure. So the first thing was releasing the unprocessed emotions which I can teach you how to do in the inner voice sessions, or maybe you already have a process for yourself of how you do that. Cool. The second thing is you can ask yourself, is this clear grounded insight about what to do in this moment? Or is this an emotional reaction? If it's an emotional reaction, go back to step two, we'll call it step one. This is not a series of logical mental steps, but we'll just say, go back to step one, release, feel, process what's coming up and then listen, see what wants to come through them. Okay. So that's a, there's such an easy question to really, really take that one with you. Is this clear grounded insight or is this a reaction? And just notice, just notice what comes up. You can also ask again, 
So maybe you asked, should I switch jobs to this other career or whatever it is you're wondering about in your life? <laughs> Ask it again. So maybe you think you heard yes, but you, you're like, oh, is that my mind or was that my inner voice? I'm not sure. Ask again and keep, you can keep asking multiple times and your inner voice might say it in a different way that your mind would have never come up with. So you'll know it's not your mind. If that makes sense, you'll be like, oh, well, yeah, my mind would have never said it in that way. So now I, now I feel pretty clear and confident that, yeah, that was my inner voice. That was my intuition. So you can just keep asking the question, ask it in, uh, ask it in a few um, different ways. Keep asking questions, keep listening. And then the fourth thing is that it might not be ready. So if you're trying so hard to figure out what is my next step on uh, my career or what is my next step on my relationship? Should I break up with this person or should I not? I don't know. Right. You might be like trying to force it to be ready before it's ready. And I say this all the time. You'll know when you know, when you know. So if you don't know, and it feels very mental and spinny and forced to try to figure out what you're supposed to be doing, then can you let it go for now? Can you, can you energetically say inner voice, I'm handing this over to you. I'm open and willing to be guided in divine timing when it is ready. So it's just the guidance might not be needed right now. The inner voice always operates from the now. So if it's not guidance you need right now, the inner voice may not be giving it to you. One example um, Just Lively gave on her podcast was, you know, someone was asking for guidance about what they should do about their next lease because their lease was ending in two weeks and they couldn't get a clear answer about what to do and where to move. And she was saying, well, like when is actually, they didn't say their lease was ending in two weeks. They just said their lease was ending. And her question was, well, when is the lease ending? Is, is the landlord coming to knock on your door? Like right now telling you need to get out or is it actually in two weeks? And do you need to know now? So there are some scenarios like that where the guidance may not have come through yet because it's not yet ready and needed in the now. It's like trying to make a baby be born at three months versus nine months. Like it's ready when it's ready. You can't make a baby be nine months ready at three months. So sometimes there are scenarios like that where you can just hand it over to your inner voice and trust that you'll know when you know when you know. So to summarize, the mind can feel frantic, urgent. There could be a heaviness or emotional weight attached. It can feel like forcing or pushing. It feels like it's inside the head. It feels like a should. The inner voice, the intuition feels grounded, clear, calm, loving. There's no emotional weight attached. It feels gentle, like a gentle pull, maybe a subtle nudge. You feel it in the body below the neck and it just feels like a knowing. It doesn't feel like a should. And when you aren't sure, release the unprocessed emotions, ask yourself, is this clear insight about what to do? Or is this an emotional reaction? Ask your inner voice, journal on it, ask more questions, see what comes through, ask in a different way. And the fourth thing is it might not be ready. So hand it over to your inner voice. There's been so many times where this fourth one has actually been so powerful where I will be trying so hard mentally to like figure something out and make guidance come, make the clarity come before it's ready. And then I just say, inner voice, I'm handing this over to you. And then it unfolds in a way way better than my mind could have ever predicted. 
which is literally the whole point of <laughs> why I'm so passionate about this is because when we can truly lean into this trust with our inner voice, it's like life truly, truly, truly unfolds in, in the most like miraculous ways, far beyond what our mind could comprehend or predict or control because our minds are only able to think and create based on what we've already seen and experienced in the past. And there's infinite possibilities that our mind hasn't even thought of yet and probably will never think of that are available. And it's when we lean into trust with our inner voice that we open up that connection to the divine, to the infinite. That is our connection to the divine and to the infinite. Ah. Anyways, my heart is just like so lit up by this topic. Okay. What was I going to say? Because I feel like I just went off on a little tangent and I felt like what I wanted to say was, oh, so anyway, that's what I did with our honeymoon. I've told the story several times on the podcast, but long story short, basically I, we were two months away from the wedding. I was stressed the fuck out of that. We didn't have a honeymoon plans. And I was, then I started scouring the internet as a note to self. It was reaction. It was not clear, calm guidance. It was, you need to get on the computer because you better book your honeymoon because you're two months out and everyone says you're supposed to book it way farther and And you're never, you're not going to get a honeymoon. And what if you don't get a honeymoon? And what if you don't, what if nothing is available? Oh my goodness. So I've scoured the internet very stressfully and frantically for literally like 10 hours one day. And then I felt like fucking shit by the end of it, had no honeymoon plan, was more overwhelmed, more confused, more frustrated, and more stressed than when I started. And I was like, okay, we know this doesn't work. Thank you mind for trying to protect me from what my mind thinks is going to be the demise of never having a honeymoon or finding a honeymoon and everything. Oh my God. Like it's literally a honeymoon. It's fine. Like what a fucking privilege that I get to go on a like absolutely incredible vacation like this. So anyways, I handed it over to my inner voice. I said, okay, I'm done with the forcing. I'm done with the pushing inner voice. I'm handing this over to you. Like it's, again, it was like trying to take the baby out at three months when it wants to come out at nine months. It was like, this baby's not ready yet. Like, okay, I'm handing it over to you. I'm releasing this. I'm letting go of control in my mind, trying to figure this out. And I'm handing this over to you inner voice to bring me the most ideal scenario. And I trust that it's going to come to me and it's going to unfold. And it doesn't mean need my constant force and push and meddling and intervention. So I let it go. And then within a couple of days I had, a fr- uh, I was chatting with a friend and I was like, Oh, wait, she recently went on a honeymoon, had a ping to ask her. She recommended this place. I looked it up. It seemed perfect. I called them. I ended up getting connected with this travel agent who does all the bookings for them, which was perfect because I wanted a travel agent all along. She did everything for us. They made it so easy. It was the most like perfect unfolding ever. And it was recommended from a friend, which was exactly what I wanted because that for me was supportive for my mind to be able to trust that it was going to be a great experience. And it just worked out so much better than I ever could have tried to like predict or force or um, control in my mind. So handing it over to your inner voice can be so powerful. And actually Trevor's birthday is in five days. So I just got over COVID um, and the contrast feels fucking good to feel good again. Let me just say that is one beautiful thing about being sick. It's like, when you get better, you just like, remember how fucking good it feels to not feel bad. (laughs) So anyways, I usually have, I'm, I really love celebrating other people's birthdays and especially Trevor and making it just so special and gifts and celebrations and plans. And I love to make it um, so special. And since I've had COVID, 
I haven't been planning birthday festivities because I was <laughs> on the couch struggling. But yeah, so I noticed as I'm getting better, as I am better, my mind was like, oh my God, the birthday's coming up. You need to plan something. You need to get on the computer and search and da da da. I know when that starts happening, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It does not really get me anywhere. And it's like, if that's coming, if, if like searching the internet and researching and brainstorming ideas is coming from clean, clear insight, cool. But if it's coming from reaction and fear that I'm not going to have something for the birthday and then beating myself up and then I got to get it. And oh my God, that is not my intuition. So anyways, this is another scenario where I'm like, well, shit, his birthday's we're celebrating this weekend. I have no plan yet. And I'm trusting that. I've handed it over to my inner voice. I'm I'm not willing to like <laughs> my mind wants me to think that I must research and plan and figure something out because it is so close. And if I do not plan something, then I will leave Trevor <laughs> like unappreciated on his birthday. And da 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 da. My inner voice is like, it's all good. You don't need to know right now in this moment. It will unfold. It always does. So can you trust? Can you let go? And can you let me take care of it? And I got you. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, We'll have to see (laughs) um, how it unfolds. But yeah, so that's a really, really, really powerful practice is handing it over to your inner voice. So practice, practice, practice. Everyone's inner inner guidance comes in uh, unique ways and you can practice on, you know, small things. Like if you're, you you don't want to like, if you're not there yet with trusting, like on a, something as big as, should I leave this relationship or not? Should I quit this job or should I switch careers? Like those are what our minds think as of as bigger things that feel like there's more at stake to the mind. The inner voice doesn't worry about what's at stake or not stake. It just is. (laughs) We can practice on small things like choosing your nail color, ask your inner voice and just practice choosing practice. And then if you're like, Oh, I don't know if that was my mind, or I don't know if that was my inner voice. Well, use, use what I shared with you today to do your best and then go with it and then see what happens. It's just a nail color. And then the more you start building that, that trust muscle and recognizing and realizing that when you do listen to your inner guidance, when you do trust that, it's like the most miraculous, joyful unfolding of life gets to occur for you in ways better, better than the mind could have ever imagined. So that is all for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so, so, so much to me if you would be willing to take the time to leave a review on iTunes. I have a goal to reach 100 reviews this year, and I believe I'm at 38 now. So I've got a long way to go. Every single one um, matters. And it would just mean so, so, so much to me if you've received something from this episode or from this podcast in general, if you would take a moment to go do that um, for me. And I'm sending you so much love. Happy June. It's June 1st that I'm recording this, but it's probably um, come out a little bit later, but happy fucking summer. I'm so thrilled. It's summer. Our pool has opened our apartment and it is like, oh, a life-changing, uh, joyful, magical thing. So that is all. Have an amazing rest of the day, rest of the week, and I will see you on the next episode. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Magnetically You podcast. If this episode served you, I ask that you share it with someone who it could make a difference for or share it on social media and tag me at Magnetically You. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the magic and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on iTunes. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for being here and I will see you in the next episode.